All right, y'all, I'm going to be honest. I cannot stop thinking about Cozy, which is some of the most thoughtfully designed furniture made for modern living that I've ever seen. And we have talked about Cozy's beautiful products before, but I really want to harp on the Cozy experience itself. Because not only is the delivery fast and free, but the purchasing process itself is actually fun. As someone who is notoriously bad at making decisions and commitments to things, the fact that Cozy allows me to fully customize pieces and then physically see them in my space through an augmented reality, well, they fully eliminated my fear of commitment. And when I say the furniture itself is so elegant, I mean it. Everything is carefully designed in Canada with the intention to enhance any space with high quality products at a fair price. So transform your living space today with Cozy. Visit Cozy.com to start customizing your furniture today. That's C-O-Z-E-Y dot com. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. I know I do. But I think it's equally as important to know what you do with that time if you had it. But learning how to prioritize what's important to me didn't come naturally. It's taken a lot of wonderful, loving people, including a couple of really great therapists, to get me there. Now, I've said it before and I'll say it again. I do believe the world would be so much better if everyone had access to a good therapist that did the right thing for them. But until we get to my perfect utopia, I will never stop searching for ways to make self-help and therapy and life improvement more accessible. So if you have personally been thinking of starting therapy, maybe BetterHelp is the right thing for you. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. And ideally, if you find the right match for you, we can all learn how to make time for what makes us really happy. Visit betterhelp.com slash make your bed today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash make your bed. Good morning. Good morning, sunshine. Welcome to another day of the Make Your Damn Bed podcast. Today is day two of a compilation episode, which I realized was a compilation inception because all I did was take all of my favorite topics from these episodes, compiled them into another episode, and now I'm compiling back what I've synopsized. It's like spark notes of spark notes. Either way, we're back full circle with day two of my third and fourth ranch slash pep talk for the incredible Behind the Silk podcast. So let's get into it. Oh, hello, sunshine. It's me, Julie Marica from the Make Your Damn Bed podcast. And I wanted to pop in with a little reminder that feelings are called feelings because you're meant to feel them. And yes, unfortunately, that includes the painful ones. But fun fact about feelings is that they're temporary. And typically, they're just trying to communicate something. So next time you do have a big painful feeling, let yourself sit with it. Just feel it. That's it. You don't have to think about it. You don't have to intellectualize it. You just got to let it run through your body. I read something once that I'll never question because it made sense to me that the physical effects of an emotion only peak for about 90 seconds. And I do feel like anybody can deal with anything for 90 seconds. Don't get me wrong. If there's deeper shit to process, yeah, do that. Reflecting is necessary and it's healthy and it's important. But you know as well as I do, marinating is not. So if you can, Try to stop over-intellectualizing everything, because that's just another way to avoid the feeling part. And listen, 
I'm no therapist, but I feel like resisting the feeling portion kind of prolongs the lifespan of it in your body. We all want to move through it, but nobody wants to let it move through them first. But it's a necessary part of the process. So all that cheesy, meditative, childish nonsense you hear about feeling feelings in your body, well, they were right, my friend. Do that. And yeah, it'll be uncomfortable at first but let yourself feel something. Because if you don't, those feelings move into your body like Patrick Swayze did to Whoopi Goldberg in the movie Ghosts. And if you haven't seen it, I don't know if it holds up. So don't quote me on it. Anyway, back to the point. Some emotions are going to suck. They're going to feel like shit. They're going to feel terrible. But in those moments, you got to dig deep to remind yourself that they're there for a reason, not a season. So let them in to leave their little message so you can send them on their way. Otherwise, they will continue coming for you. And listen, repression is my middle name. Thanks, mom and dad. But nine times out of ten, if we're honest with ourselves, feeling shit is not what we're avoiding. We're avoiding what they're trying to communicate, which is typically that something or someone or you did something that was uncomfortable that you either shouldn't do again or you should address how you would do it again if you're willing to reflect honestly. In my experience, most of the time there is a learning experience in everything. The exception here being grief in which there's not much to be learned other than appreciating that you got to love somebody that hard because I... And most people don't let ourselves feel that deeply, and that's on trauma. Anyway, that is not a healthy way to live. Feeling the full range of emotions really is the only way to go about this little thing called life. So I guess a synopsis of my reminder for today is that every adult that you see is a giant baby in a grown-up costume, and it becomes your responsibility as an adult to nurture your internal baby. Let them have their big feelings so they can take their little nap, so they can get right back to enjoying life and having fun with whatever they were having fun with before those big feelings came up. Oh, hey, it's current Julie again. I'll spare you from the outro of that episode and I'll lead you into the next one. Here is episode four. Oh, hello, sunshine. Thought I'd pop in with another unsolicited pep talk, and since I've been ranting so much about feelings lately, I figured what better way to wrap this up than by talking about one of the most obnoxious and terrible feelings, and that, my friend, is insecurity. Insecurity is interesting because it hits everybody somewhere different, but it feels terrible all the same. Everybody has felt insecure or uncertain, and what's really sickening when you think about it is all the industry professionals that make billions on making sure that you stay insecure so that you keep your money buying things that will never actually fix it but continue to make you need those things. It's a whole thing. Point is, if you live in modern day society, you've probably felt insecure. Self-doubt, like gravity, is a universal truth. Some may deny they have it, but real ones know it's unavoidable. And I've mentioned before, feelings are typically just communicating something. So if we don't learn how to listen and authentically interpret these insecurities, we might lose sight of the fact that there is a difference between a reaction and a response. There's a difference between pausing, taking a second, and not going to jail because you thrashed somebody. Quickly though, I want to run through different forms of insecurity because sometimes they're sneaky and we don't realize that that's what it is. Maybe you feel jealous in your relationships, whether a best friend or a romantic partner. Sometimes our insecurities, our feelings of self-doubt, like we're not worthy, might lead to us not trusting them. 
or attempting to control them or my personal favorite, which is putting up a wall and closing everybody off so that I can't get hurt. Spoiler alert, does not work, just makes things weirder. But if I'm honest, I don't tend to get jealous of my actual relationships as much as I tend to get more jealous of randos on the internet. Even though I know it is phony, some of these very wealthy people in their beautiful homes make me jealous. And I know I'm incredibly unique for thinking this, but I would really love and appreciate having a free fucking trip from a brand. You know, I think that I deserve it just as much as the next guy. So if you've been stalking someone in particular, or you found yourself really irritated with a type of person, or you're just plain judging them or doubting yourself for not being more like them, those insecurities are typically a signal of what we should be doing more of or less of, but we're so caught up in the actual projection part or the self-pity part that we don't give ourselves the opportunity to show up and do what was making us feel uncertain or uncomfortable. So instead of letting your insecurity stifle you, let it guide you. It's a lighthouse, not a destination. The light there is to tell you where it is so that you can either go towards it or away from it, depending on where you're navigating to. And now that we've officially moved into uncharted waters, because I know nothing about boating, I think it's time to wrap this bad boy. (laughs) I love you so much. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. And if you want more of me, I got new episodes literally every single day to help you get out of bed so you can start making it. Find me at MYDB Podcast or Make Your Damn Bed Podcast. In the meantime, stay hydrated, take care of yourself, and never forget that we're all basically self-aware stardust, and that is the coolest fucking thing we could be. Love you. Bye-bye.